I'm going to do this for you, Sean. <laughs> hey. How's everybody? What's going on? I got my man. I ain't seen in, in over, I'll say 17 years. 17. Mr. Sean. And this my homes, right? My home. My brother. Yeah. My brother. And my place to be at 50 Way Studios. And with the lovely Danetta. Hello? Hi. Danetta in the house. How are you? I am fabulous. So I want to put on record how I had uh, heard your name on the radio station, 95.7. 95.7. Tell me about that. How did that even come up, that interview? So um, Rocky Love is a good friend of mine. So me and Rocky have been talking uh, probably for about the past year um, on being woke. And uh, he was like, just come on down to the station. Let's just, you know, let's just hang out. So I was like, okay, I'll come down and hang out. And then he gave me the opportunity to talk about, you know, the organization and what we've been doing for the past 17 years in the city of Toledo. Tell the people right now what your organization is. Uh, It's called Young Men and Women for Change, Change Academy. Um, Get out a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. And, it's been uh, in existence for how long now? 17 years. 17 years. Yeah. So what we are, uh, we are a behavior modification boot camp program uh, helping youth, both male and female, ages 5 to 17, youth that are just simply making unhealthy choices in life. That's right. So the word boot, uh, boot camp has an acronym. So the word boot stands for behavior, obedience, observational training. The camp stands for community adolescent modification program. So, um, we use that as an attention getter for those who are looking for the service. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been around 17 years, and our, our data shows that um, those individuals that have been coming through our program, now we have parents that come from all across the country to Toledo to get the help they need. Mm-hmm. So it's a much-needed program. How, much. how is it, how is it uh, advertised for, for them to hear about it? So we advertise it as a adult. So we built a brand with it now. So gotcha. the class that we've been doing for the past 12 years – it's called Dose of Reality. And the Dose of Reality is not like a scare straight program, so we don't take them to a jail or a prison. Right. But what we do is we bring that environment to them. And uh, they come to us on a Friday night at 8 p.m., um, and then they're up all night long with us until 5 a.m. Saturday morning. That's and we amazing. Just, yeah, so we just completed our 150th Dose of Reality program last month. Yeah. And we've had over a thousand plus youth and parents that have come through the program. Only 228 children have been back. Literally parents come from all over the country to Toledo to get the help that they need. And the crazy thing about it is 98% of our clientele is white. Mm. But my heart mm. does yeah, 98% wow. of, 98% of our clientele is white. And my heart desires young black boys and young black girls. Right. Just cause I'm from the hood. I'm from the 700 block of Oakwood. So, right. you know, I want to make sure that I give our children that tough love approach out of love before the streets show them tough love with no love. So let me t- what does that tell you? What is going on? Well, there's no accountability. And when I mean there's no accountability, um, there's no accountability on the leaders that we have. Right. There's no accountability to uh, the decisions that's being made in our city. Um, there's no accountability coming from our juvenile court. There's no accountability, right. no accountability coming from our, our school system either. Yeah. And those are the, the elephant in the room that people don't want to address. And so if we're not holding parents accountable because parents are allowing a lot of this stuff to go on, especially in the school system, when children feel like they can disrupt the learning process by being disrespectful and disobedient, that tells you what's really going on in your home. 
that behavior just didn't happen overnight. And they're not just acting tough in school because that attitude is a learned behavior yep. that allow that to be carried into the school. The system, as you mentioned as well, they're slipping, ain't they? The system is slipping. It's changed. It's changed a lot. It's changed. But you got to look at it. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. So right. it's, it's easier to educate a child for the Ohio Department of Education to pay eight to $10,000 to educate that child, right? But if that child goes to the prison system, they're going to get thirty to $40,000 a year it's off their head. Wow. So, you know, we got to look at the bigger picture that people don't want to address, and that is, you know, you, you got to realize that penitentiaries are – now used for slave labor. Yeah. You know, so you, oh, yeah. so you're going, you're going to make that 35 cent an hour. Yep. If, if that, that's 35 cents, probably the good job. Yep. Yep. So let me go back with you real quick. I started with the youth advocate program somewhere back in 2004, okay. 2004, 2005. And that's where I believe you and I met. Mm-hmm. Because we spoke about that. Right. And then I went into a, as a de- detention officer around 2005. We spoke about your program back then when you very first started. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it exactly where it is today where you thought it would be when you first started? Oh, man, that's a good question. Um, not where it should be. Even when I, when I think back on 2004, 2005, I remember Dan Pompa, who retired from the juvenile court. Yes, I remember Dan Pompa. He said, you'll, you'll never be able to get away with boot camp because research shows those type of programs don't work. I'm like, okay. But I knew that God said, call it a boot camp. It's a reason why I'm telling you to call it boot camp, right? And so I didn't want to sell my soul. So I said, I can't use the word behavior modification because people don't know what behavior mod is. But people know what boot camp is, right? Right, right, right. So so where I'm at now is, is that I've been funding this program out of my pocket for the past 17 years because I refuse to settle. I refuse to sell. And I refuse to let someone dictate the vision that was given to me. I got to do an applaud on that. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. So I've, I've been blessed. I mean, I really, truly have been blessed. You know, my overall vision for the program is that um, if we can get a residential facility where we can house kids for 30, 60, 90, up to 120 days, and that's that's not being funded by federal funds or anything like that, that is that is a private entity to those who can come through that program and possibly maybe some insurance is being able to take care of that. But I believe if we had that in place with that discipline structure, I guarantee you it'll be a whole different change in our community. So you have, and speaking of that, there are statistics that I've heard out there about what you've been doing. Mm -hmm. Suspension rate. I remember you mentioning that to me, Donetta. Is there something about the suspension rate? So as an organization, I could tell you what we've done. Yes, I'm very excited about so we can go to any school in the country and guarantee that school an 80 percent and out of school suspension, which we've done. We've helped a couple of schools um, receive an award from the Ohio Department of Education uh, for PBIS, positive uh, behavior intervention support, where they were able to get an award for that. I am now in one TPS school and in that one TPS school, we have reduced out of school suspension by 87 percent. Wow. So what overall what you're talking about is the, the school to prison pipeline. And if you're suspending kids and kicking children out and at third at third grade, if young men don't know how to read, then that's the school to prison pipeline because they know by a child's third grade reading scores how many prisons to start building. Exactly. If you start suspending children and not giving them anything that's going to help them 
keep their butts in the seats and not in the streets, mm-hmm. then, yeah, they, they're going to end up on that path, which means they're going to end up in the juvenile system. And then the juvenile system is not holding their children accountable. They're slapping them on the wrist. So guess what? The violence spikes up. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a sad case. But that's, that's, those are the things that people don't want to talk about. And I, and I remember when I was listening to you on the radio station, you had mentioned that the courts kind of were declining your program or not accepting your program what was something well, like that or? so the courts the courts of course they 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 have they won't sanction this type of program only because we call it a boot camp right okay but this is what my fight has been my fight has been i don't care to be sanctioned or not i'm not even asking you for no money what i'm asking is let me help you with some of those children you don't know what to do with Right. So now becomes an issue or a problem because now for the parents, because we have the data, we have the research, we have people saying, I've been downtown, been asking for this type of program. How come they didn't tell me? So my issue with the juvenile court is why are you not using this as a resource, as a resource? Right. It doesn't cost you anything. You help the family. You didn't help the parent. You didn't save a child's life. Mm-hmm. So if we're not addressing that by itself, right, then we end up getting what we get. Because people are not saying to the juvenile court, well, hold on, wait a minute. This is a program. 98% of this clientele is white. You know, yes. the success rate is off the chart. Why are you not utilizing this program? Well, you know, like exactly. somebody once told me, it's not that they have a problem with your program, Mr. Sean. You're just not the right color for your program. Yeah. So that's what it is. We can't that's, save everybody. Can't, but I always say this, and I always say oatmeal beats no meal. Mm-hmm. And if we're able to try and do something. <laughs> right. Just to say, hey, we gave it a try. Yeah, it helped a lot. It's not a good look for me. It's a good look for the court. It's Absolutely. a good look for our city that we now have something that can make a global impact. So what we've, what we've done here, we can take this and drop it anywhere in the country yeah. and have the same success. So that says a lot when parents, when they come from out of town, from all across the country here to get the help they need, that speaks volumes. Absolutely. Yeah. And so moving forward. And, and Miss Donetta, we haven't forgotten you. I've forgotten you at all because you're going to say a few words here as well. I'm in school. Hey, um, <laughs> moving forward with the program mm-hmm. and now the introduction of 50 Way Studios and, and my idea of a music mentorship for children. See, I love music, okay? Yes, sir. So I'm always, uh, in schools, I'm always teasing the youth, right? Uh-huh. I'll be like, y'all want to hear me drop some bars? <laughs> they, they look at you like they, they oh, said. They said, "Mr. Sean, they you, be man, like, you ain't womp womp right?" So, but I'm always talking to young men that have a like for music. So right. this this collaboration partnership between you and I is a great thing because now I have a 15 passenger van, right? Now I have young men wow. that is willing to come into the studio and learn how to write music absolutely how to you know to rap with all the cussing in it and you know and and possibly like i saw you got a piano you can learn to play piano you can learn to play guitar guitar. i mean you know so now we're expanding their mindset but then we can also take it and make it very educational as well right so not only are you doing uh music time but now this is give you a time to do some some work some mentoring some things that's going to really help you get to the next level and I believe that a lot of parents will be interested in that if, to, if we make that announcement, when we make that announcement. That is the plan. So really quick, what I was, what I had, I heard you on a radio station. I hadn't seen you or talked to you in over 17 years. I heard you on a radio station. I said, wow, 
I need to speak with this man. I need to talk to him. And so I put that out into the universe. I put that out there. God heard my prayer. And Miss Donetta, her and I, we've been in association. We've been in meetings, we think talking about things about growth mm-hmm. with music mentorship, et cetera, et cetera. She mentioned your name. Wow. That she had just spoke with you. Tell me, tell me about it a little bit. What, you had mentioned his name. Where did you see him at last or, or something that came up? Oh, actually, the way that I um, met Sean is my son was actually suspended from school. I really didn't know what to do. And I was just like, is there something else for him to be able to do? Like, I know that I've been asking for help. And just them being able to see um, another brown man that they can identify with. I seen Sean on his Facebook. I reached out to, to uh had him reach, I believe, but I reached out. We connected. He came literally, it wasn't even what was it, two days or something? Mm-hmm. He set it up, came to my house, and sat, interview with my son. And it's different levels. Like, when when he was speaking about the program, I'm like, wow, we need this. You know, I know I need it. And so um, he got my son, and it was just so much that happened. It, was, it, it happened really fast, but um, my son ended up going on an interview with the WTOL. WTOL. And talking about okay. taking that negative and turning it around, but he immediately seen that my son wasn't a troubled child. He needed um, guidance and support. He needed to know how to be confident and stand up and speak out, you know, have more leadership positions. You know, these types of things, when you have another person looking at your situation, sometimes people see on you what you don't see on yourself. Mm-hmm. He got a chance to see something in my son that my son didn't see him in himself. But I believe in what he was doing, and I'm like, however I can, whatever I can do to help. Right, of, you course, know? of course, And having a program like Shine Program where Absolutely. they're going to begin to develop competence, confidence, and their character. Those are things right. that are important. <clears throat> when we were talking about the music, God was just showing me, I'm like, hey, we got to get them in so the room you, together. So you, when you mentioned his name, tripped me out because I was like, wow. Yeah. Just a few weeks ago, I heard him on the radio, and I said to myself, I need to, to get with this man. And so, And then here we are today. Here yeah. we are. Mixing your program, allowing my services to be a part of your program, uh, allowing your program to be a part of my services, and vice versa. Right. Just full circle. Let's, right. let's, let's make it happen. Right. Uh, God points us in the right direction. Absolutely. Let me so tell you what I've been, been doing for the for past 17, 17 years. years providing I've been a father raising a my parent, son. And that's, I'm so proud of this children, is because. values, ways um, of changing their lives. Sir. How about you? Yes, sir. His mom let me take him when he was two. We went our separate ways. I said, you can take everything you want about the house, but leave my baby with me. And she did. And I thank her to this day. Absolutely. That she allowed me to pour into my son. And he just graduated from St. John's last year. He's Beautiful. A, he's son. a freshman at BG, Bowling Green State University. Another round of applause. Yeah. Got and you. so Got you. The, the blessing of it all is, is through my ups and downs, my highs and lows, right. that I was able to be a man in front of him and show him what a man goes through, how a man gets through, and how a man gets to. And so that's kind of like always uh, a, a high moment in my life because I told my son, I said, you don't know this, but you saved my life. And he said, what do you mean, Dad? I said, I could have been that father that let you go with your mom, 
and then I'll just see you whenever. You right. know, see you on the weekend. Well, Dad, you know, I thought you were coming to get me this weekend, but I'm out doing me, right? Right. But God gave me enough strength to be a leader for him and to hold him and teach him accountability and responsibility and being able for him to see me get knocked down so many times, mm-hmm. but he always seen his dad get back up. That's what's up. And those are learning values that will be with him for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. You know, when he gets older, he'll be able to look back and be like, man, I remember my dad, man, we went through some hard times. And me and my son share an awesome testimony together because my hard times in life, he was right there next to me. So, when that, right? so whenever I see the movie uh, Pursuit of Happiness, mm. yeah, I just bust out crying. Me too, man. <laughs> I love that, yeah. man. I love that. I, I bust out crying because yeah. I was, I was him. Yes, you know, I had my son, and people, people didn't know that. You know, here I am. I'm like God. You, you brought me back from Louisville. I walked away from six figures. Right. You know, right now I'm in the house with my son, and, and our and our gas is shut off. Right. Lord, my lights is shut off. You know, I don't know where our next meal going to come from. Like, those are the things that people don't understand of that sacrifice that's exactly. been made in 17 years. You know, exactly. you know all of the no's that you got. You know, people that, that literally try to destroy you, right? People that don't want to see you get to the next level. And when you go through all of that and you can still come out that's and right. be successful in spite of what they think or how they feel or what they say, right. to be successful, man, that's a blessing. And you keep going. Keep going. So when the lights are cut off and, 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 and the bills maybe not be paid, you keep going mm-hmm. because you know there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And that is what you also can offer or what you do offer to the youth out here, which is what I want to offer to the youth out here who don't see that, who fathers do give up on them, mm-hmm. who fathers do see them on the weekends and let mom take them and blah, blah, blah. You, what you put to your son, I like to get him up here too, so y'all can both talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Share, share, share. I'm serious. Yeah, uh, father, father, son moment. Uh, I, I love that man, and and we need to instill that in some of these kids who don't get that. Mm-hmm. Our black and brown youth who don't get that, and a lot of them don't. So the blessing of it with me being in the schools is yeah. that I build healthy relationship with those students. I'm talking about from the babies to eighth graders, yes, right? Sir. So. You know, I give them high fives. You know, I, I give them positive right. reinforcement. You know, I love on them. They they like the fact that they are being held accountable. Yeah, they they want to do what's right, and they need that guidance to make it happen. Right. And what we found is is that um, that if you give children just a little bit of your time, you 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 just don't even know what that'll do for that child. Absolutely. You know, you give that child hope that they can do something great in life. But you got to keep speaking that. You just can't. Unfortunately, <clears throat> I don't get money, you know, so I right. can't I can't floss, right. you know, but I see a lot of people flossing. Right. Mm-hmm. I see yep. a lot of people getting money. Yep. But they're not putting in the work. Right. You know. And yep. so the flip side of that is I'll be like, okay, if I can get just a little money, then I'll be able to do much more of a work. Exactly. So it's not about the shine, it's about the grind. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'll be like, eh. You know, so again, going back to what I said earlier, you know, I've just gotten to a place where I'm not going to sell my I'm not going to sell my soul. Never that. Because someone did tell me if you take off the word boot camp off your program, I will make sure you get as much funding as possible. I said, well, I can't miss what I ain't never had because I'm not going to do that. It's not going to happen. And they're saying it's it's that word boot camp. It's that word boot camp. But this is now here's the killer part. Let me show you how real God is. So one day I'm frustrated. Right. I'm like. I'm like, Lord, you sure? I'm like, mm. He said, turn on HBO Max. No, I go back further than that. 
uh, there was a show called Greenleaf. 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 Yeah. And there was a scene in Greenleaf where they was having an issue with their daughter. Mm-hmm. The pastor and the, and the wife was having an issue with her daughter running off with this guy who was a rapper or whatever, right? right. And she said in there, he, he, they was having an argument, and he, he said, well, you're talking about sending her to boot camp. And she said, it's not a boot camp. It's a behavior modification program. Wow. That was the first one. That right. was on Greenleaf, right? Okay. The second time, Holy Spirit said, watch HBO Max. The Rock Dwayne Johnson did a documentary called A Rock in a Hard Place. And guess what it was on? A boot camp. A boot camp. So I'm like, what goes around comes around. You stick with that. Yeah, I'm sticking with that because that's what parents are looking for. Parents want something that's going to wake their child up to say, oh, my God, I don't want nothing to do with this. And so I think they think that we scream and yell in children's faces, and we don't do that. We just break them down and build them up. That's all we do. And it's nothing wrong with tough love when you're doing it out of love. So, you know, th- that word boot camp should not be looked at as a negative. You should you should embrace that to help the community understand that, you know, we shouldn't have a problem with the word boot camp when our when our soldiers go through a boot camp to fight for our country. When right. when police officers go through the police academy, that's a form of boot camp. Right. You know, so if you came out and seen our program, then you'll just kind of be in awe because you'll be like, this is not what I expected. When people come and see the program, they mouth right. drop. They go, oh, my God. Yeah. I had no clue it was like this. Of course you didn't. Don't let the word fool you. Don't right? let the word fool you. Absolutely. Right. So listen, in, in, in closing, we, we are going to, uh, we're going to discuss our future. Absolutely. And Danetta, again, thank you. Thank you. As always. Uh, but yes, we're going to discuss our future and what we can do and what we going to plan on doing for these youth in this city. I just want to send out send a shout out to Absolutely. my to my right hand man, Mr. Donald Robinson, Chad Baker. These are the people, man, that volunteer their time um, to give up their Friday night, eight p.m. to five in the morning, and impact these youth lives, man. We have an awesome uh, couple from out of Defiance, Ohio, uh, James and Natalie. They drive to Toledo to make sure that they give to these youth. So I don't ever want to be on a platform and not show them the love and give them the support that they need as well. Can we show them some more love? Can we get them at the table? Sometime? We can get them at the table. Let's get them at the table. Now, now Mr. Donald is a uh, New York uh, Giants fan, so he's going to be up here <laughs> saying, hey, bro, bro hey, look, look, man, listen, listen, man. You know, so. <laughs> That's all right. We'll welcome that Giants fan. No worries. Uh, much love to everybody, man. We'll talk soon.